Good day. This is Scott, your host. This is Seriously. I am not angry. And here we are. It is a new week. It is a new year. And every year there's somebody that's going to say it's a new year. It's a new me. We're going to look at the age old question. Can we change who we are? Can we change who we are? And I want to look at this in two different parts. The first part we're going to look at is what I'm calling the outward change or the surface change. The second part we're going to look at is the inward change or the inner change. And I believe that the first part, the outward part, is easier to change if we so choose to change. The second part is something we cannot do on our own. And we're going to talk about that in the second part. And I want you to hang on for both parts. And the second part is more theological, is more based on Christian belief. And the first part is is not so. Because I the, the podcast, as it progresses and as we move on, you're going to see, I'm usually going to try to break it down into two parts. The first part being for the those who are non-believers and those who are believers, but I want it to be for everybody. And I want those who are non-believers to hang out for the second part as well, because I want you to understand where we believers are coming from, that we are not angry, that we are not here to be angry, that we are not mad at all. But let's dive into this idea. Can we change? And there are people out there who say, we cannot change. We are who we are. We are born this way. This is how I've always been. This is how my family has always been. This is how I was raised. I can't change. Let's look at the person who's always late. They're just, they're just never on time. And I know several people like this. And I know that you know several people out there like this. They're always late. And I've talked to them. I said, why are you always late? Now, if you know this individual, and if you're like me, I always give them the wrong time to when something's starting so they are on time. It works. It's the only way I know to get them to the place on time. But I always say, why don't you just show up on time? Why don't you leave early? Oh, it doesn't matter. I've tried it. I'm just always going to be late. doesn't matter what I do. But the reality is, if we begin to dive deeper, is that they don't want to change. They don't want to change. The reality is that as a society in whole, we don't like change. We don't like change. 
We don't like change in our life. We don't enjoy when things change. We don't enjoy change. For some reason, people do not enjoy change. We just don't. As we get older, the less we enjoy it, especially in our own lives. And we begin to make excuses on why we can't change. And we say, this is the way I am. It's how I've always been and I can't change. But the reality is, on the surface, we can change. If you are one who is an overspender, if you are one who is constantly spending more money than you make, you can change that. If you want to get that promotion at work and you have to work harder, but you say, well, I can't do it. I can't work harder. I can't get up earlier in the morning. I can't do this and I can't do that because I've never done it and I would have to change things and I can't learn new things. I'm just too old. That's you making excuses. We are able to make changes if we want to on the surface. If we want to, we can make those changes. Now, I say that there are individuals, there are circumstances. There's somebody out there that's going to say, you don't understand my circumstance. You don't understand the things that I've been through. And you're 100% correct. I do not. But changing the little things in your life, little by little, is easier than you think. Outside of you being addicted to something, changes are easier to do than one thinks. This outside changes is where the individuals, the motivational speakers, this is where they make their money because they're going to get up and they're going to make their keynote speeches and they're going to motivate people to change. They're going to motivate you. They're going to motivate you to get up earlier. They're going to motivate you to be on time. They're going to motivate you. They're going to, to get you stirred up inside emotionally. And you're going to walk away from their speech. You're going to walk away from their talk and you're going to say, wow, I'm ready to change. And that's the outside surface changes. You're going to say, I walked away. I can do things that I never thought I could do. They're very good at their job. We have even pastors who I call the motivational speakers because every Sunday they get up and they give a motivational speech. 
through the lens of the Bible. And they're very good at it. I'm not going to name names because I don't think that would be right to do. But that is 100% what they're doing every Sunday. They are not giving a sermon based on getting people saved, but they are giving a sermon to motivate people, more or less, to change. We can change the things that need changed in our life if we want to. We can change. If you're in the midst of this new year saying, I need to change things in my life. I need to straighten out things. But then at the same time, you say, but you know what? This is my family's always done it this way. This is how my family's been. I don't have the money to do it. I don't have the car to do it. I don't have the ability to do it. I don't have the training to do it. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the whatever your excuse is. Get rid of it. Excuses are just that. They are excuses. And they will hold you back till the end of time. They will hold you back. You need to get rid of those excuses. I don't care what they are. Maybe right now you're sitting there and you're saying, you know what? I cannot move forward. You know why? Because I I don't know how to move forward. Well, learn how to move forward. Just move forward. In today's society, in today's world, it is easier to learn something than it's ever been. We have more access to free learning than there's ever been. We have the ability to change. And you could say, you know, I don't have the confidence. Confidence comes with doing. Confidence comes with doing. I am not the same individual I was when I graduated high school. I am not. I was not a very confident person coming out of high school. Some people may find that hard to believe. But I was not. I was not very confident in high school. I'm not the same person I was when I graduated college. We are always going to be changing whether we realize it or not. I could go on and talk about this for a while, but I don't want to spend too much time on this. This is a great subject and we'll revisit it at some point, um, but I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, I will spend more time on it later at a later date and time, but I do want to get on to the second part, which is the interchange. And this is where my belief, my Christianity comes in. And please stay tuned for those of you who don't believe in God and don't believe in the Holy Spirit and Christ. Please stay tuned 
please keep listening because this is where the interchange, this is the part of us that God changes. This is the part that we need God to come in and change. In Ephesians, Paul says this. He says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. I love Paul. People are like, oh, Paul is horrible. Paul hated people. Paul was not the way the world paints him. Paul teaches us that we are to have inner peace with God. Paul teaches us, especially if you read Ephesians, he teaches us that it is through the Spirit of God that we are changed from the inside out. That by the Holy Spirit, the anger, the sin, the harshness that we once carried, the sinfulness is changed. It is gotten rid of. This is something that we cannot do on our own. We cannot change. We cannot get rid of the hate in our life. We cannot. And we cannot be carrying around the hate in our life. We have to get rid of it. If you are carrying around hate and anger, you will become a bitter, hateful person. You just will. And the only way I know of to get rid of it completely is through the Spirit of God. People have said, oh, you can just get rid of it on your own, but I've never seen anybody do that. I've never seen anybody have true peace without the Spirit of God. I've seen people try. I've seen people try to get rid of sin on their own, but I've never seen it happen. And here's the thing that we learn. We learn that as a Christian, we will make mistakes. And we will be forgiven for those mistakes. But we are always evolving and changing and growing in God. That through God, we are changing. We are changing. We can only change through Him. It is through the power of God. That we can be changed. It is through his spirit that we are changed. In Ephesians 5, Paul tells us this. He says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, making music to the Lord in your heart. Give thanks for everything to God 
and the Father and the Son and the Lord Jesus Christ. Think about that for just a second. Paul says, don't be drunk in this world. Don't let the world control your thoughts. Don't let the world control what you do. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be singing of the Psalms. How do we do that? How do we be filled with the Spirit? By reading, by studying, by praying. Do we as Christians want the love of God filling us each and every day? Or do we want the world, world to be filling us each and every day? Here's my question. Here's my question. This, this first question is going to go out to my fellow Christians. How much time are you spending on worldly things compared to how much time you're spending in the Word of God and in prayer and in Christian music? Let me repeat that. How much time are you spending in worldly things such as movies, TV shows, music, compared to prayer, reading of the Bible, and Christian music. Now, my next question is for everybody, Christians and non-Christians. How much time are you putting into looking inward to yourself and saying, what change do I need to make in my life that is going to help project me into a better spot tomorrow? What change can I make today that's going to help me become a more loving, a more productive, and a more caring individual tomorrow that I can do today? What change can I make to make me a better person? Listen, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. If you can please uh, rate me on iTunes and Spotify and share me on Facebook and Instagram. It helps me out a lot. I will talk to you guys next week. Till then, take care.